Hello and welcome to the Triple Effect Podcast. In this podcast, we share lit words from scripture. A lit word is one that is illuminated. It's one that's impactful. It's one that stands out. And it doesn't have to stand out every time you've read it. It has to stand out in the moment. It's a timely word. And it's a word that as you apply it to your life, because it's lit by the Spirit of God, it has the ability to transform and bring about what we call a triple effect transformation. Today, we are continuing a conversation around the book of Nehemiah. This is the second part to the Nehemiah talk. And today's lit title is Rally Time. This is found, the majority of these passages that we're talking about are found in Nehemiah chapter 3 and chapter 4. And what the circumstances, and if you haven't listened to the previous episode, I would totally suggest that you put this on pause, jump back and listen to that. But what was happening in this time is Nehemiah is looking around and he's seeing brokenness all around him. He's seeing that there's need for transformation in the city. There's need for rebuilding to take place. And what Nehemiah had done just toward the end of chapter two is he went out and he didn't go out and say, hey, everybody, I'm going to go inspect the walls of Jerusalem because I'm pretty sure like I'm going to build a bunch of stuff and do cool things. And nope, he went out humbly. It says that he didn't even tell anybody that he was going. He just went out and he quietly rode around and he inspected what was going on. He surveyed the land. I would like to encourage you to do that very same thing. As you're flipping through channels on the TV, as you're hearing news pop up about elections or about racial tension or about pandemics, as you're driving around and you're seeing people that are overcome with drugs or poverty or you're seeing all kinds of issues happening in our society, survey the land. Take a look, take a good hard look and, and see and ask God, God, what is your heart for this place? What is your heart for the place that I live? What do you see? And how can I impact this devastated situation? How can I be part of the solution rather than part of the problem? How can you be a person of impact? How can you begin to move in such a way that partners with God and how it is that he's wanting to impact a city? See, that's what Nehemiah was doing. And that's what we should glean from, from these verses is that he was a man that was about business. He was a man that was about being about the father's business, the father in heaven's business. And he was about trying to bring heaven into a place where it sets up atmosphere here on earth. This title is rally time because that's exactly what Nehemiah did. He rallied, he rallied people, he rallied resources, he rallied troops. He rallied and he brought people together under a, a common cause. And that common cause brought about great opposition from those who weren't with that cause. See, many people in this life, they're going to be more about themselves than they are about others. They're going to be more about you know, making sure that they're completely good and comfortable and safe and secure while all kinds of people around them are living in devastation. But the best leaders in this world, they're not like that. The best leaders in this world 
figure out how to, yes, make sure that you're healthy. Yes, make sure that you're safe. Yes, make sure that you're protected, but make sure that you're seeking the welfare of the city and seeking the welfare of the people around you in as much as you're seeking your own welfare. So in chapter three and chapter four, what's beginning to happen is Nehemiah's surveyed this land and he's he's making this clear call and and he's feeling this this rise in his spirit and he's looking around and and people are saying you know what let's rise let's go fix this situation let's go build let's go put our hands to the good work that's in front of us so when they did that the the god of heaven it says the god of heaven in chapter 2 verse 20 granted them success and they began to move forward. Lord, the Lord gave them or, or granted that he would give them success. They began to move forward, arise and build. But then those who were coming at them in opposition, they start seeing, oh, wait, there's some success. I better get on the success train. And they had no part in that. They were not allowed to be a part of that because of all of the opposition that they had been bringing. And so this is pretty incredible because chapter three is basically there's just a couple key phrases that you see all throughout this chapter. You see the word build, or you see the word built. Over and over and over again, you see the word built. They built the sheep gate, and they built the fish gate, and they built this gate, and they built that thing. There was constant building, and it says they made repairs. So they were building, and they were making repairs. They were putting their hands to work. They were using what they had. And here's something I feel is very incredible. In chapter 3, verse 28, it says they, above the horse gate, the priest carried out all of the repairs there and each in front of his house. It could be a very simple thing to read over, but it's got great impact. See, I think the call that God is making, the Spirit's making to you and I is very similar to what he was making in the days of Nehemiah. This is a clear call for each person, for each family to build and repair the brokenness that's right in front of you. Each family builds in front of their own house. That's the easiest way to divvy up all the labor. When you look around the neighborhood, see if each of us just takes care of of our house, what's in front of our house and the things that are directly in need that are right in front of us. Maybe there's trash in your street. Maybe there's neighbor kids that come running by and, and they hurt themselves. Don't let your other neighbor down the street take care of what happened right in front of your house. See, we're supposed to be about that business. And as they are little by little building this wall, as they're little by little constructing, and I want you to think maybe we're, we're not specifically having to build anything, but maybe in your life you are. You're having to build very specific things too. See, look at the the possibility that what is being said here is a spiritual application to something at that time, which was a physical application. See, as you're building little by little, some are going to come against what it is that you're building. They're going to hate you for what it is that you're doing. But when the haters come, we have to not allow those haters to steal our focus. We have to stay the course And how they did it at this moment in time, it's pretty incredible. It says the haters were bringing so much at them that what they ended up doing is they 
They had a tool in one hand and they had, they had a defense mechanism in the other. So a shovel in one hand and a shield in another. Maybe a hammer in one hand and a sword in another. See, we are called to be warriors who work and watch and worship at the same time. And we need to rally the troops. We need to rally the people around us. We need to make sure that our kids are on board. We need to make sure that our spouses are on board. We need to make sure that those that are around us are truly on board and that we're moving forward in a way that's seeking and benefiting the welfare of the entire city. It's rally time. So I believe the Spirit's saying this, that you're called to rally those around you who have a heart to rebuild and repair the walls of the city. Create rally points and clear calls that are going to distinguish next steps for the builders. Station the workers and the warriors as watchmen who wait for the clear call of the Spirit. Move as he moves. When jealous opposers ridicule, hate, sow doubt, discord, mock, and minimize, fend them off through focus on forward motion. Guard what is sacred, restore what is broken, rally to the rampart, and watch as the Lord makes a way. He always makes a way. When you're being ridiculed, when the opposition shows up, he makes a way. When you don't really know what to do next, God shows up and he puts it in your heart what to do. I love what it says in verse 20. Actually, I'll read 18 through 20. Chapter 4. As for the builders, each wore his sword, girded at his side as he built, while the trumpeter stood near me. See, the trumpet was that instrument that sounded the call. And as I said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, the work is great and it's extensive. We've got a lot to do. And we're separated on the wall far from one another. At whatever place you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us. And then our God will fight for us. It's a pretty beautiful concept. And I really do believe that we have to take steps to rally. We have to take steps to be bold and to build. And I am very grateful for clear calls to partner with God and others in specific tasks to transform our communities. I want you to take these tracker questions. Tracker questions, those who are trackers, they're those who have their ear to the ground in some sense. They're listening for what the Spirit's saying, and then moving on what the Spirit's saying. And these questions can help prompt you to discover what the Spirit's saying. What are you rallying toward right now in your life? Is there anything you're rallying to? Can you identify anything the Spirit is clearly calling you to partner with? Is there a mission at hand that's clear to you? Well, what is it? Now, then take some time and share your thoughts with your crew. Now, a crew is just safe people. It could be a spouse, a best friend. It could be somebody that you have 
have just met, but you have a, a similar uh, passion or focus or a desire. God will show you who your crew is. You just got to ask. And then you ask those questions and you see transformation take place. I want to take a moment and pray with you. We don't do this on every episode, but at the Spirit's prompting, we do. God, at this moment in time, for the person listening right where they are, I pray that you put a clear call in their heart and mind, a call toward listening to you, a call toward moving closely to what your Spirit's saying, a call toward having their ear very attentive to your voice, and that they would understand what they are being rallied toward. And then with every person they have influence with, they would rally toward that same clear call. I pray that you would put burden on each of us, a a burden to lift the burden off of the deflated around us and a burden to rebuild what's broken. God, we're grateful that you've given us so much. We're grateful for the love of Jesus. We're grateful for the spirit that resides inside us. And I pray right now, if any person listening to the sound of my voice wants to receive your spirit, that they could do it now and that you would light up within them. You'd put a fresh hope, a fresh joy, a fresh life, a fresh desire for your word and for truth and to follow after you. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we're going to continue this journey through Nehemiah for several more casts, and we look forward to continuing it with you. Feel free to check out inforum.us if you are interested in reading these blogs, and if you are interested in our traction planner, you can go to neilandamy.com to find that. See you on the next episode.